Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of As the Sports World Burns. My name is Tony Burns. Bringing you sports topics using old school wisdom from a new school perspective. If you wonder where I've been, I've been away for a couple of weeks. Um, and as usual, I have excuses. Um, for, I was recording, doing these recordings in the office, and I decided to bring the equipment back home. So I'm back at my house, but it took me a couple of trips to get, you know, the laptop and everything's out of the office and set up back at my house. Um, I hope it works. We'll see. Um, and then I was doing a little yard work last week. And um, I'm going to let you guys know, those weed eaters, they do work on human flesh. I was trying to do a little weed eating, and I got a little too close to my shin. And um wearing short pants, of course. Yeah, I'm just breaking all kinds of stupid rules. And... Um, Cut my leg up a little bit, and um, yeah, I was going to do a podcast, and um, after that, the podcast just seemed less important, <laughs> but uh, my leg's doing fine now, still some scarring, but I'll live, hopefully, and I really need to get uh podcast back going again before you guys forget about me. Been a busy day today. Uh, today was the El Dorado football season opener. Opened up against their hometown, their uh, South Arkansas rival, Camden Fairview. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, when I got home from the game, I'd already seen on my phone that uh, Serena Williams had lost in the U.S. Open to um, Australian lady, Ayana Tamjanovic. In three sets, uh, it came home. Such so, so the highlights, and um, yes, yeah, speak a little bit about Serena Williams. Uh, she announced that this was probably going to be her last U.S. Open. The speculation she's getting ready to retire. She's forty, uh, about to turn forty-one. Um, played very, very sparingly this year. Lost in the first round of a couple of tournaments. Did not look good. I watched her in one of those tournaments. I believe it was in Cincinnati. And I was like, oh, my God, this is not good at all. She didn't look like herself. I watched her lose in the first round of Wimbledon. Uh, it's just thought it was kind of a sad way to end a career if she was going out that way. Um, but she turned it around this week. Uh, U.S. Open, she... Won her open round match. Didn't look great, but her opponent was still was just not up to par. But her second round match, she beat the number two seeded player in three sets. And she looked in the third set, Serena looked like the old Serena. And it was an amazing comeback uh, as far, from where she was a month ago. And um, tonight, this is Friday night. She lost to Tomjanovic, another three setter. I watched the highlights, and it was incredible. She went out. Like a queen, like a goat, it's supposed to go out. Uh, it took 
five or six match points before she finally lost. She just ran out of gas in the third set, as you might expect from a 40-something-year-old athlete. But um, if this is, is her last match and she's kind of – she hasn't confirmed it for sure. She says probably, but, you know, everyone has the right to change their mind. But if it is her last match, it was an incredible way to go out. Uh, fighting with everything she has. She had the, the entire U.S. Open crowd in New York was on her side. Almost felt bad for her opponents because it was the crowd was so one-sided. Um, I know in the um, the match the other night, uh, her opponent, I was amazed at how well she kept her composure because I would have been freaking out. They cheered everything Serena did. They cheered every mistake her opponent made. And when her opponent made a great shot, it was crickets. She got nothing at all from the crowd. The crowd was clearly one-sided for Serena. Uh, I thought the lady handled it well. Um, but at the end, you could tell it got to her. Uh, the last game, she didn't even try. She was just trying to, she just wanted to get off the um, tonight, I did not get to see this match. I'm sure the crowd was the same, um, but uh, doesn't seem fair. I mean, the French Open, it's the same way for the French players. And Serena, if anyone has earned a home court advantage, it's Serena Williams after some of the things she and her sister Venus endured in their career. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's a great time to celebrate Serena Williams for – what she's done in the sport of tennis, uh, what she's done for African-Americans in the sport of tennis, and what she's done specifically for African-American girls. Um, there are several up-and-coming young female black tennis players, Coco Golf, Madison Keys, Sloan Stevens, uh, Naomi Osaka, and they all credit... Serena Williams and Venus, her sister, who gets overshadowed in this whole thing. It's not really fair for her, but um, but yeah, it's if she's done, it's to end up an amazing, amazing career. Um, someone that we'll look back on, or some people look back on years from now, and and she'll be like Babe Ruth. She'll be like Hank Aaron. Uh, she's that she's that important to the sport of tennis and the sports in general. Uh, to the football game, Alberta lost its season opener to Camden Fairview, thirty-nine to twenty-one. Camden Fairview had already played a game; Alberta had not, and you could tell the uh, Camden Fairview got their season opening jitters, first game jitters out of the way last week, and a loss to Arkadelphia. And um, didn't make a lot of mistakes tonight. El Dorado did make quite a few mistakes. Hopefully, the Wildcats will get them ironed out because conference play starts next week to go to Marion. A nice little four-hour drive over to the Tennessee border. Um, mm. They want to single anybody out as far as play. It's, I mean, it was a team effort for El Dorado. There were mistakes on offense and defense and kicking game. The coaches did not have a great game. 
officials did not have a great game. I'm sure my story will leave something to be desired. This is the first <laughs> everybody makes mistakes tonight. Um, but um, there's potential there. They got to get the ball to DeAndre Burns. He's the best player on the team. He touched the ball, I think, five times. Came to February, double teamed him everywhere he went, except he really only went one place. Um, so Edward's going to have to figure out a way to get him the ball. Otherwise, what's the point in having one of the best players on your team if he never touches the football? Also, a debut for um, the radio crew covering other words football. Matthew and John Thomas Shepard shared the broadcast. Um, I had the pleasure of listening to it for some. Uh, this is the first time they've had the radio broadcast played throughout the press box, or at least in my booth anyway, and I could hear them throughout the entire game. First game jitters for them too. I think it was their first game. Uh, they both, I mean, they both have excellent voices and and obviously a great knowledge of football. John Thomas played quarterback at Rice. They both are former quarterbacks at El Dorado. Uh, only complaint about the Shepherd guys is their voices sound the same. You can't tell which one is talking. Uh, kind of wish for a little bit of contrast there. Maybe one of them can do some sort of imitation or do I don't know, uh, but. I think they're going to be good. Uh, enjoy listening to them. But, yeah, they sound exactly the same. Um, got to come up with a cool nickname for them, the Shepherd Boys or uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there are Union County's version of the Manning Brothers, the Shepherd Brothers, on the broadcast tonight. It's going to get better for everybody. They're going to be great. The football team is going to get better. I'm going to get better. Hopefully, hopefully some of the officiating will get better. There were some missed calls tonight. Didn't cost Elder the game. Elder's mistakes cost him the game, but there were still a couple of calls that um, you'd like to see the officials get right. But anyway, I'm happy to be back on. That's on the air, on your podcast. Hopefully I'm going to, I keep saying I'm going to stop with these breaks. I have so much stuff to get caught up on. I have so many things I want to talk about. And there are some I can still get get a hold of before it's too late, I think. But uh, for tonight, let's just leave it at this right now. I don't want to keep you guys too long. Before we go, top five list. Top five. Female tennis players of all time, not of all time, of my lifetime. These are the best players I've seen. May or may not disagree with this. Number five, Monica Sellis. Uh, she would be higher, but her career was shortened by the stabbing incident. If you're old enough to remember that, she was stabbed by a crazed lunatic fan. And she was never the same afterwards. And she was stabbed during a match or during the crossover. She's sitting between games, and someone came out of the stands and stabbed her in the back. Horrific incident. But while she, before the stabbing, she was incredible player. Number four, Chris Everett. You may know it's Chris Everett Lori after she got married. 
There's a baseline beauty from the 70s, probably into the 80s. Conservative number four, number three, Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf was Monica Seles' arch rival. Uh, some people have her higher than number three. I do not, basically because it was a fan of Steffi Graf who stabbed Monica Seles. Uh, at the time of the stabbing, Monica Seles was beating Steffi Graf. She'd won, I think, the last three in a row or the last three of the last four. Uh, so if not for the stabbing, Monica Seles' career would have taken a different turn, and, and Steffi Graf's career might have uh, would also probably not be quite as glossy as it, as it ended up being. Number two, Martina Navratilova. Uh, she brought in the servant volley. Um, she, she didn't invent it, but uh, she brought in athleticism to tennis. Uh, she was incredible. She was the rival of Chris Everett Lloyd. Uh, they hated each other for a while. It was one of the best rivalries in sports. I believe as they got older, they mended fences, and uh, they, they're friends now. But it was heated back in the day. I always cheered for Chris Everett. Uh, but Martina, you cannot deny her greatness. Number one is obviously the GOAT, greatest of all time, Serena Williams. Um, I don't know. There's nothing to be said, Serena. Well, she's just the best. She brought athleticism. Uh, like I said, her sister Venus created a little bit of path for Serena. Venus came about a year before, before Serena did. Uh, then Serena came and just blew it out of the water, so... Quite a career for Serena Williams, the GOAT. Tonight was her last match, probably. If you didn't see it, go back and watch it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find it. I'm going back and watch it. It was a three-hour match. I'm not going to watch all three hours, but I'll probably watch the end of the first and second set, and then I'll watch a bunch of the third set. Her speech at the end was very gracious. Her opponent's speech at the end was incredible also, so... Congratulations to Serena. Thank you very much for listening as you were.